from the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Ah, yes. Welcome to another episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. I cannot believe we've made it to episode number... Whatever episode number this is, I can't remember, but uh, I appreciate you hanging in there and listening. If you are into automotive marketing or maybe you're a general manager, dealer principal, uh, agency or vendor in the automotive marketing area, then hopefully you'll find this podcast entertaining, maybe informative. I'm kind of like a reluctant podcaster. Like I didn't want to have a podcast because I hate asking for listeners. Hey man, have you, uh, have you heard my podcast? It just drives me nuts. And as a former like radio person, I hate asking for people to listen, but I'm having fun doing it. So uh, I hope you're enjoying listening as well. I wanted to talk today about dealers that do air quotes, cool advertising, right? I couldn't think of a better word than cool advertising, but dealers who do something that differentiates themselves, diff- that's hard to say, differentiates themselves from the rest of the pack, right? The auto industry is filled with conveniently located, family owned and operated and uh zero down, right? That's the auto industry is famous for that. And I wanted to talk to a dealer who does something a little bit different. And I stumbled across these guys online and joining me now on mostly automotive marketing with Matt Wilson is James Skarzenski. He's the general manager at Shakers Kia in Watertown, Connecticut. James, thanks for joining me, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Listen, I'm out there. I'm on the internet. I'm surfing around. I'm aware of your store and your group because we're both in Connecticut. I'm in New Milford and you guys are not that far away in Watertown. And Shaker Kia has the Buy Transparent campaign, which I think is pretty a pretty cool concept just from the name part of it alone without even knowing what it is. Because definitely the automotive industry, as you know, has a reputation and transparency is not one of the things that I think people would point out as what they think of first and they think of automotive. So is that kind of what you guys had in mind when you came up with the uh, like buy transparent idea? Correct. So how we like to do business is uh, customers don't really have to ask too many questions because upfront, uh, for example, in service, we're not only telling them what they need done to their vehicle, what we recommend, but we're also showing them through video um, so that way they can see it live with the technician. And from the sales point of view, um, the customer knows what the lease option is, the financing option. They know we only have one dealer fee. We don't have five fees. We don't charge for air. We don't charge for disposal of tires. We have one fee. And then they also know there's one registration fee, which is uh, for a motor vehicle. And they know that there's three or four options of money down or no money. Um, we try to do it as transparent as possible. So when the customer is done looking over all their options, they know, hey, this is the option I want to pick because I saw 50 different uh, you know, variations of how I can purchase this vehicle. Yeah, and that's a good point, too. Uh, just back to what you were saying about service, is I think because that's an area where the perception 
at least from what I believe is, the perception from people is, it's more expensive to get my car serviced at the dealership, right? I think people Correct. think in general, oh, I can get 1999 oil change at uh, you know lube, you know value lube or whatever it is, and I'm gonna go to the dealer and they're gonna overcharge me, and that perception is not really the case. I mean, it is, I'm sure, in some situations, but it's not really the case always. And I think that's a good way to to battle it, is like those videos. You actually sent me one uh, as we were conversing about scheduling this podcast. It was really cool. It's a technician going through, I think, I don't know if that was express service or if it was. It was. Yeah. It was but, express service. The car was due for a 7,000 mile oil change. Uh, the vehicle had been there uh, about 4,000 miles prior. You know, and I think people appreciate that because sometimes service is like this mythical thing like, uh, oh, sir, you need a new, you know, oil filter because it's dirty. And the customer's thinking in their head like, okay, well, is it really dirty? Like they're just selling it to me because I'm at 7,000 miles and I'm supposed to get one. Like you're almost proving the reasoning behind the uh, what the customer's paying. Correct. And what's nice is it's refreshing when a customer says, hey, can I speak to the general manager? And they say, I'm not complaining. I think it's really cool that you sent me this video. I was able to send it to my husband or my wife at work. They got to see the filter also. And we both made a decision together. uh, And we got to see firsthand that either A, you guys said, I don't need one because it's clean or B, hey, you really do need one. There's there's a nest of some sort from the fall from the mouse coming into the garage. Right. Is there an internal benefit too? Does it make technicians feel like they're more part of the customer process? Absolutely. Um, one technician who was a 20 year uh, veteran in the automotive industry said at best, it gives the technician a voice. Typically they're the dirty uh, quote unquote grease monkey that sits behind the shop. Our uh, facility has windows. So while customers wait, they can actually watch and see their car either A, on the lift, or B, coming back from a road test, or actually physically see the technician underneath their personal vehicle inspecting the car. Um, So it's fully transparent in the sense of they can actually watch and view, not this mythical curtain. Oh, where's the technician? Where's my car? Oh, your car will be up in a minute, sir. Well, I see it parked up front, though. Right. It's like Krispy Kreme. You can watch how the donuts are made. People like that. Exactly. Yep, they absolutely do. <laughs> and then what about from the, from the sales standpoint? You know, I think a lot of people, I'll just use an example from when I bought a car before I was in the car business. I bought a Jeep Grand Cherokee and there is this like, okay, you buy the car, you agree on the price, then you get in the finance office and you're like, oh boy, here it comes, right? And I think, I think the auto industry has that perception too. How do you guys combat that through the sales process, whether it's a lease or finance? So what we do is after we've narrowed down the best way um, that you would like to purchase your vehicle, whether Mm -hmm. it be leasing, financing, or or paying cash, or even looking up rates for you on outside credit unions. I've offered customers and said, you belong to a credit union. Let me go look up what their rates are. So that way we can keep our lenders honest uh, and get you the most competitive rate and telling you exactly how we arrived, not only at the agreed upon price, but the breakdown of what the cost of ownership for each transaction would be and giving the customer the heads up that yes, you are gonna sit with the business manager, you are gonna go over your terms and conditions, you're gonna go over your DMV paperwork, you're gonna go over your banking paperwork, but he's also gonna go over 100% optional coverage. If you choose to see value in some of those options that filled in the void from the limited manufacturer's warranty, along with extending it. 
because Kia has great warranty. It's a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain transmission. But what a lot of dealers don't tell customers is it's only powertrain and transmission. It doesn't cover your electronics for that 10 years. So we show people the option of, hey, if you're going to keep the car for five years, why not cover the car bumper to bumper or uh, as much as possible for five years? We actually make joke about bumper to bumper coverage because there's no such thing. It doesn't exist. Yeah, I like that. And, and you know what, too? When you said something there that I like, too, is you're, the salesperson, the sales manager is getting the customer through the process. If you don't mention or don't get them set up for the fact that there's going to be someone you're going to talk to at the end, that almost makes the customer feel more like, oh, they didn't tell me about this. And now I'm in this room and they were setting me up for being in here. If, if you're painting the expectation that here's what we're doing now, here's what you're going to do later, the customer is not on edge when they get into finance. Correct. And a lot of our customers, what I found is um, when we we talk about, you know, tire and wheel coverage, for example, no manufacturer covers your tires and your wheels past 12 months, 12,000 miles. So we'll bring that up or lease and wear and tear because a lot of people are scared of leases. At the end of the lease, they're going to try to get me. So we go over the option up front and some customers say, hey, can you do me a favor? I'll get more information from the business manager. But could you give me the pricing of the car with and without that additional coverage. So that way they know turnkey before they do any paperwork. I I want that coverage. I see value in that. I'll get more information from the business manager and I'll make a final decision in there. But at least up front, I know it costs me an extra $20 a month to get $5,000 worth of coverage. And I don't feel like I'm being hit for an additional fee or an extra or being bumped, uh, you know, 30 minutes or 45 minutes later when the finance guy finally has all the paperwork ready and he's got all his documents and ducks in a row. I'm chatting with James Skarzenski. He's the general manager at Shakers Kia in Watertown, Connecticut, here on Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. Now, what about getting the word out on this, advertising this? It's a great concept, right? And the philosophy is good. But if you're, uh, you know, if you're, do- if you're, if you're executing it and you're, you're, you're living, what's the word? If you're executing it and you're walking the walk in the showroom and with your current customers, what about getting the word out there to make sure that shoppers or prospects know what the benefit is of shopping with you? So in our auto group, we have uh, videos stating what buying transparently actually means, not Mm -hmm. just using the term, but showing people how uh, we are transparent. For example, how we do the videos, the true videos that we do in our service department uh, or in sales, we give you a full breakdown of what the dealer fee is, it's $4.99. Um, we tell people upfront what it is. We also explain out in the market that there are some dealers that they have a lower dealer fee upfront, but then when you tack on the nitrogen fee and the uh, air fee and the disposal fee and the gas fee and the prep fee, uh, they have a $1,300 uh, dealer upfront cost fees prior. So w- the way we like to do it is one word of mouth is the best. You know, customers say, wow, this was the best buying experience. Right. I never had to guess. I, you guys didn't hit me with $1,300 or $1,400 in fees. Uh, I like that you were upfront with it. I didn't have to ask for it. It's posted on a big wall in our uh, showroom, very easily seen by the customers from the showroom floor. And when we do our marketing through Google or through Facebook, we let people know like, this is what the experience is like buying a car from Shakers Auto Group at Shakers Kia. You're gonna know the price upfront and you can, we literally ask people if you want, you can compare our prices right in the showroom, go online, 
go to True Car, go to Kelly Blue Book. We use third parties a lot, or we tell people, why don't you call the local dealer? Ask them for a breakdown. And a lot of times they shoot themselves in the foot because they'll say, well, we can't go over that over the phone. You have to come in. You got to come in the showroom. My best price is in the showroom. We don't give numbers over the phone. My general manager or my sales manager won't even talk to me unless you're sitting here or you give me a credit app right now. I hate that. That drives me bonkers. Crazy. My wife, my wife and I went shopping for a car. Uh, I I really wanted to do it because I wanted a mystery shop and it was for my mother-in-law. She wanted a Subaru. She wanted a Forester. And it was amazing to me, the three dealers I called, I wasn't even asking about price. I was just asking for inventory. They said, we need a credit application and set an appointment before we'll let you test drive the car. I didn't ask for a test drive. I just asked to see if they had the color she wanted and the equipment that she wanted in stock. Yeah. And the answer I got was, hey, uh, I need a credit application uh, before we can do anything. Wow. That's a whole other topic. I mean, I, one of the topics I wanted to cover at some point in a podcast was uh, h- how transparent, I guess, is your should your BDC be with customers? Because and we don't have to get into the whole thing. And maybe I'll have you back to be a guest on that podcast now that I know you have thoughts on it. But that's the, you know, the BDC telling a customer everything's available or your best price is in person or we can't right. or even we can't give you a price over the phone. That drives me bananas. Let's talk it about meat bananas. And I'm going to do another one. I'm going to do a podcast on that down the road, and uh, maybe you could be one of the guests on it. I would. It would be interesting Love to get to. your get your thoughts on it. Uh, listen, I appreciate the time. Oh, one thing you said there that I, uh, I just wanted to mention a little bit back was that thing. Dealers are, you know, I remember at my old job we would talk about like, okay, dealers are afraid of customers being on their phones and shopping while they're in the showroom, and you guys seem to embrace it. Like, yeah, sure, go ahead, no problem. Like, you'll find out. It's funny because I've been doing this for 11 years now, and I very rarely ever meet a customer that doesn't come into a car dealership. It's the second largest purchase they're going to make in their life. Yeah. And they always have their guard up because you're told as a kid, even my father growing up, you know, watch out for the used car sales guy, right? Yeah. He's going to give you the lowest number on on your trade. He's going to try to sell you the car for as much as he possibly can. And uh, they're going to try to charge you 20% interest. And what we like to do is we tell people up front, and we have stickers in our showroom that state Kelly Blue Book offers. Like, let's go on Kelly Blue Book together. Let's appraise your car to Kelly Blue Book if you haven't already. Don't trust me what the number is. Let's see what Kelly Blue Book says. They're a third party. They're not associated with the dealership. And when I tell a customer up front, you don't have to fight me on your trade. I'm going to give you Kelly Blue Book because my car is priced at Kelly Blue Book Fair Market. You saw the value in it. You drove 45 minutes, not because I had the most expensive car. And customers are at ease and it makes the process, like people smile, smiling in a car dealership, laughing. I I had a customer last night. It was the fourth Kia they bought from me uh, in the last two years. And this is the second Kia location that I uh, have worked at. And they told the owner last night, I follow James wherever he goes. I love the brand. I love how he does business. Before he even came here, he was always transparent and upfront with us. And we don't trust anyone else, quite frankly. Man, that's a good story. Listen, I appreciate your time, James. Thanks for coming on. You did a great job. I appreciate your insight. And uh, I'm going to have you on as a guest when we do that whole BDC uh, transparency podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining me, man. Have a good one. You too. 
You know, uh, uh, back in my old dealer days, I was the marketing director at a Nissan store, and we had a uh, campaign where we did home of the fourteen fifty down payment, right? And you would think to yourself, fourteen fifty, like why would you advertise the fact that it's almost fifteen hundred bucks out of pocket, right? But the way we pointed it out was. Uh, it's fourteen fifty down. We're home of the fourteen fifty down payment. There's no additional fees, no additional anything. It's just fourteen fifty. And when the other guys say twenty nine ninety nine down, that's not even including the fees. It's more. So twenty nine ninety nine really means thirty nine ninety nine, and thirty nine ninety nine really means forty nine ninety nine. And when you point out that other dealers or how it works in the industry is, you know, you're being, uh, you know, bumped as they say, uh, fourteen fifty. Boom. That's it. That's the fee. All our cars are fourteen fifty down. And here's these great lease prices. It makes you stand out. It is a little bit different. And it is almost pointing out, like, listen, the other guys tell you it's this much, but it's really this much. So that's the end of that story. (laughs) I don't know if there was a better end, but that was the end uh, that I had. Um, There was a uh, law uh, in the 15 Immutable Laws of Marketing called the Law of Candor, right? It says when you admit a negative, the prospect will give you a positive, right? I always thought that... um, a dealer would never have the guts to do this, right? But I always thought a dealer should do a campaign where they said, we're inconveniently located, right? In my area, there's a big grocery store up here called Stu Leonard's, and everyone bases where they're located on Stu Leonard's, just five miles north of Stu Leonard's. I wanted to do a campaign for my Nissan store where I was like, inconveniently located, 45 minutes from the center of town. Like, pointing out a negative. It's not that easy to get to. Traffic to get where we are sucks, but we have a ton of customers. Our repeat business is incredible, and it's because of the customer experience. And even though we're inconveniently located, it's still worth the drive. There is a Volkswagen store that um, used to be in the market that I live in, and they were way up out of town, right? Like way up out of town. And the town was, you know, 10 minutes north of the city. And then the dealership, the Volkswagen dealership was 15 minutes on the north side of town. And their slogan was, uh, across from the cows, miles from the bull. Because they were right just across the street from a farm. Miles from the bull. And they, they, they were being honest. Listen, it's not convenient to get here. We are not close by, but it's worth coming up here. We're across the street from the cows, miles from the bull. I always thought that that was a good slogan. Of course, they went out of business, so I don't know if the slogan was, was that great, but Anyway, thank you for joining me for another edition of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. Another episode coming up in two weeks-ish. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.